I asked just before the break uh, whether you shovel your neighbor's walks. And somebody said uh, it kind of depends on whether they're nice neighbors or not, right? <laughs> Do you like them? <laughs> then maybe you shovel. Is there etiquette? Is there an unspoken set of rules that some people are familiar with or maybe just make up on their own? That's something that Chad Huckleck uh, had a conversation about uh, writing for the Post Media for National Post. He's a writer and cartoonist based right here in Edmonton. He's joining us here live on 630 Chad Mornings. Chad, how are you? I am great. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Is, is there a set of rules? Is there something that so I didn't learn in school? What's... <laughs> There are there are some rules, um, unspoken etiquette. Um, in particular, I call it Canadian etiquette. Yeah. I believe firmly that you should at least shovel a portion of your neighbor's walks, whether you like them or not. That's the correct thing to do as a decent human being. Isn't that passive aggressive if you only do a little bit? <laughs> it's kind of like you know what? I could shovel your whole walk, but I'm not going to because I don't like you. What are you saying if you only do a little bit? Um, you're right. It is very passive aggressive, um, and maybe that maybe that's the Canadian way of saying like you're not really that great of a neighbor. You're playing your music too loud. I'm just going to do like a little uh, couple centimeters of your walk. Chad, for this thing, you made up these etiquette etiquette rules. Did you find them on some sort of government Hansard record or something like that? Where where did you come up with this? <laughs> these were basic rules passed down to me from my father and from my grandfather, and nice. just from shoveling yeah yeah so so what do you think what is uh, you say partially but uh, so when do you do the whole walk is it just when you like them <laughs> for me it's when the weather's nice and it's not so cold out but um for other people i've had i had really good neighbors in the past who have even done my entire front walks and driveway and then i come out and go wow that that's a great feeling but at the same time i'm like oh geez do i have to return the favor now yeah, now you owe them yes that's a conundrum <laughs> Is 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 it different? Are there different sets of rules depending on the tools that you're using? So the traditional ones are uh, snow shovel, uh, but there's mm -hmm. also snow blowers, and then a lot of people mm -hmm. use leaf blowers, which are snow blowers in the in the wintertime, just a different kind. Are there different right. rules attached to depending on what kind of tool you have at your disposal? You bet. If there is a heavy dump of snow, which we get a lot of here in Edmonton, right? You are almost obligated if you have a snowblower to do uh, a numerous uh, walks in your neighborhood just because you got the machinery you already have it out ready to go and not to mention and i don't want to point fingers they are so noisy and if you're up at seven o'clock in the morning doing the walks with a snowblower please have the courtesy to at least come and do mine <laughs> well and see that begs another question when is too early too early or when is oh. too early that is you know i don't quite no i think seven o'clock is maybe a little early but that's fine i think most people are getting up um also what is too late because hmm? i work late oh, yeah. typically and do people want to hear me scratching sidewalks at 10 o'clock at night probably not <laughs> uh, what kind of reaction have you had everybody's got to have a different set of their own rules passed down through legend and lore through the family <laughs> true um some people think they should just do right up to the property line and say, what's mine is mine, what's yours is yours, kind of thing like that. And so be it, right? There's no laws saying you have to do the neighbor's walks. But I think to be a good Canadian, the least you can do is a little bit of your neighbor's walks. Yeah, I, I, I'm still not buying that, doing a little bit. I, I, don't, I don't know what your family, what, what kind of stuff you guys went through over the years. But you either do it or you don't. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I think it's... <laughs> 
me on the spot. Uh, I know. Well, hey, this is important <laughs> stuff. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, you're right. If you got to, if you're going to do it, you should do the job properly, I as you mentioned. Um, what, yeah. what about the freeze thaw cycle? Because uh, some people don't want their walks done by somebody else because they don't do them well enough. So if you went out and you did that, but you did a, a, a poor job, wouldn't that just be tick you off? Or like if you were the other person? True. You, and you're right. You bring up a good point there that people have different standards for clearing of their walks, right? I I don't have a high standard for my walks. I just get the loose snow off. But some people have to get right down to the pavement to bring the chipper out and everything like that. I'll so, yeah. I'll tell you, you're a heck of a neighbor if you break out the chipper and, or the salt and you, you take care of the ice as well. Now, that's over and above. It is, yes. It's funny, I've got a few people. Dan from Red Deer says, I used to shovel only the neighbor that I liked, but then realized <laughs> that that wasn't very good, so I started shoveling both my neighbor's sidewalks, and I don't care if they return the favor. No. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> very, very good. Uh, that's funny. So do you do a follow-up now? Uh, with, with other people diving in on this, do you do, you do a follow-up? Uh, potentially, yeah. Um, for instance, uh, I know this is, some people brought this up, is the whole uh, the drain basin. Some people actually chip out a little path for the water to go down the drain basins. and That also upsets other people because it creates weird channels and this and that, and ice buildup. It's a whole other set of rules. Wow. Well, hey, it's melty out there. I don't know if you've noticed. You've been getting out and about a little bit. Have you noticed all the puddles? I have, yeah. Uh, I've been splashed by a few, and that's just how it is, right? That's been another conversation. Maybe that's the next uh, the next call and the next article is about splashing protocol. Do you do it because it's fun? Do you watch for people? Do you do you not fire a whole bunch of water onto somebody's driveway? That's a whole different kettle of fish. 100%, I agree. What do you do? <laughs> um, I think... I'm going to get in trouble. No, uh, I, tr I try to be the do the right thing. You slow down, you hit a puddle, you yeah. see someone walking by, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's funny. I love the fact that we live in, in a winter city and these kind of conversations come up and we can end up debating the uh, the social etiquette protocols behind shoveling snow or not. So thanks for, thanks for bringing it up and chatting with us about it, Chad. Thanks for having me. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the ring.